Welcome to the Millionaire Mindcast, where we broadcast weekly interviews with millionaire minds from across the globe to empower you on your journey of unlocking a rich and fulfilling life. It's time to unleash your millionaire within. Now, here's your host, Maddie A. What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's show. As always, your host, Maddie A. Grateful to be back with my Millionaire Mindcast fam. We are in for some interesting times. Day 15 of the recession. What is it that you actually need to know? You know, the beauty of data is it doesn't take into emotion. You know, it doesn't take into headlines. It doesn't take into what your mom or your dad or your friend or CNN or Fox told you is going on. Data is truth. Now, well, Depends on where you're getting your data from. But for the most part, right, data is the closest thing to a crystal ball of telling you in hindsight what has happened and also looking at historical trends and cycles and where we're at, you know, helping us better predict and give insights into the future. And so today we are going to dig into some of the updated inflation numbers that came out this week, the recession conversations that are happening among smart money and high-level economists as a result of it. We're going to talk about when these opportunities that people are talking about are going to shake loose, and really what should you be doing in the meantime to play defense, to protect on the downside, you know, to you know, build a moat around what you do have, the wealth, the income, the freedom that you've got right now, but also looking at strategy and positioning around offense. You know, you have to think about both in times like this. And, you know, before we dive in, if you're new to the show, I just want to say welcome. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss another episode of the Millionaire Mindcast. We talk all things mindset, money, motivation, right? The conversations that are important. I'm not here to say that I know everything. I'm the end all be all. I'm here to be a shepherd of information and creating and holding space for really smart people institutions, groups, individuals, leaders to create more awareness in your right, your life or in your business or in your financial picture around the things that matter to help you by having that awareness, make the next best decision to accomplish whatever goals, whatever rich life, whatever wealth building picture it is that you are looking to achieve. So if that's something that resonates with you, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Also, if you enjoy the content, all I ask is that you take one minute to go into iTunes, leave a five-star review, and help us share this information with more and more people. That is how this podcast over the last seven years, six and a half plus years, has grown into being one of the top 100 to 200 entrepreneurship business and investment podcasts in the world, Uh, not because of me but because of you guys and the reach that you continue to allow us to have and the guests that you allow me to attract by expanding our listenership and our community. And that's one thing that we're really focused on over the course of these next 12 months, especially in times of turbulence, is you don't need to navigate this road alone, right? It's much more, one, enjoyable, two, beneficial, not only for you, but for everyone that's partaking in this community together. And that is ultimately what we're creating is a much more connected community for our Millionaire Mindcast fam, not just here in the US, but in North America and all around the world. And partly what we're going to be doing is, you know, creating more in-person events. It's amazing 
what relationships, what opportunities, what strategies, what perspectives, you know, can do and bring into your life when you get in proximity to people. So we got the tour of Tahoe mastermind event that's going to be coming up here uh, in either late September, early October. Dates are going to get released here in the next couple of weeks. Um, we got our Napa wine and wealth building meetup uh, mastermind kind of day and dinner event um, here in the end of September. Those dates are coming out. So if you want to get on that list, you want more information, they're going to be smaller, more intimate events. I'm not trying to make these big, massive conferences, you know, and events that, you know, you don't get to connect with people, you don't get the real value and just, you know, make it a monetary thing. The podcast has never been about making money. It's been about connecting with amazing people, adding value. And that's what the events are going to do as well. So if you want to get more information, um, again, they're going to be limited. So it is going to be uh, an application process to get into some of these events because we really want to attract high quality, high level people. Um, again, not just can you you know pay the ticket, but are you somebody that others are going to want to be around and connect with and sharing in you know the core values that the Millionaire Mindcast family has? And so, if you want more information, text the word Napa, text the word Tahoe uh, to eight four 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 seven fifteen fifty five. We'll have more information coming up there. But as I had said before. You know, we know that in times of recession, it can be a very challenging time for a lot of people. And the unfortunate thing of, you know, our culture, society as a whole, you know, the world globally is this lack of understanding around finances. I mean, shit, guys, you know, I grew up in a relatively decent area, um, you know, with hardworking, you know, Parents that, uh, you know, my mom didn't go to college. My dad was the first person to go to college and graduate, you know, so I wasn't, um, I think, you know, sheltered from the ability to be around people that were trying to further their life and trying to get better and having access to certain resources that a lot of people don't have. And even I, you know, looking back on this financial journey I have been on, didn't have a lot of the tools and resources and a lot of the stuff that I've learned, I've helped educate my parents on over the years. And it just shows this generational disconnect year and decade after decade of the lack of true education and financial literacy that most people have. And it's not because of their own fault or doing, it's because of the way the game and the system has been set up. Hence why we have the Millionaire Mindcast is to give you tools and resources to help you go out and fill in some of those gaps. And when we see, you know, what has happened over the course of the last, you know, few years, if you were in the game and you were taking action and you were just kind of betting on yourself and you didn't really know what you were doing, you still had the ability to win. There was a lot of people that were flipping houses that really were not good house flippers, but because they were in the game and the market was working in their favor and the you know, tailwinds were at their back, you know, they were getting the benefits of that because they were in the game. Same thing with the stock market, right? When all that money got printed and it was looking for a place to find a home, you know, a lot of those companies and a lot of those stocks and a lot of that crypto that didn't really have any merit or backing or technicals or fundamentals to it, people were making hand over fist. Well, now, right, where we're at in the 
you know, what season we're at in this game, this, you know, game we'll call money, this cycle that we're in. And you have to understand how to study cycles. I did a podcast a while ago about the four, you know, economic um, stages of of an economic cycle. And, you know, we are past the peak. We are trending towards a trough. And, you know, what we do know is that we are in a technical recession right now. And recessions have a lot of turbulence. Recessions also create a lot of opportunity. For the people that want to lean in and put both hands on their financial steering wheel and say, hey, I know it's going to be a bumpy ride, but baby, let's go. Those are going to be the people that win. And thinking about this as kind of a a game of chess, you know, uh, whether you like it or not, and whether you understand it or not, and really nobody, I think, fully understands the way this whole game of money has been architected because there's so many layers and intricacies and and years and decades and centuries that it's been around in terms of currency. Um, you know, there are kings, there are queens, right? There are knights, there are bishops, you know, and there are pawns. And ultimately, there are a lot more pawns than there are kings and queens. And the best thing that you can do to financially equip yourself is to continue learning, continue to, you know, being in these conversations and really looking at the skills of what the kings and the queens and the bishops and, right, the knights, what is it that they have done and are doing to earn that position, to sustain and maintain that status and position, and to gain further ground in positioning? And so, We're going to look at some of the data here today to just kind of give an accurate snapshot of what's going on right now and maybe some predictions and some thoughts and some insights of whether you're investing in stocks or crypto or or real estate, you know, what might give you some insights based on your goals and what lane of money you're playing in to really capitalize on what we know seasonally we're going into. And, you know, when you look at, let me just, you know, give you some information. So the last recession lasted 18 months, and that was from December of 2007 to June of 2009. Now, no one knows how long this one will last. You know, we've heard short and shallow. We've heard long and, you know, bumpy and, and pretty drastic. Um, you know, I, I like to look at all sides of the spectrum. You know, the the big bears and the people like Peter Schiff, right, who are saying, how could you even expect that a government keeping interest rates as low as they did for over a decade, you know, and printed the amount of money that they printed over the course of the last, you know, 12 months, that this is going to be a short and shallow recession that we're going to dig ourselves out of after doing something like that economically. How does that make sense, right? Well, there's a lot of economists that would argue the complete opposite and say all of the technicals and the fundamentals of, you know, what are there and present, you know, and, and, and on a global picture as well, how, you know, we tie into what other countries have done and still our positioning and how we're going to capitalize on this and bleed off our balance sheet and what the Fed is doing and what policies are getting put in place or not, um, you know, how that all ties in, right? There's always going to be a bull. There's always going to be a bear. There's always going to be a particular sector, industry, or space that is bull or bear 
based on what's going on. And so all you have to do, you know, as my co-host on Wealth Building Wednesdays always says is there's always a bull market somewhere, right? And ultimately, we want to look at the data to help us uncover and spotlight maybe where some of those opportunities are at. And that's why we like to talk about holistic investing, right? I'm very heavy in real estate, as you guys know, with my hotels and strip centers and medical plazas and single families. But I also have my life insurance. I've got my Roths. I've got 401. I've got, you know, some stocks and brokerage accounts. And when my stocks and, you know, brokerage accounts have literally fallen through the bottom of earth uh, over the course of the last, you know, six to nine months, well, guess what? My real estate's still been doing really well, right? So the beauty of having this holistic approach and understanding how the symbases of these different vehicles work together and hedge one another is really important. And so looking at what, you know, is going to present itself in this recession, I think there's going to be some great opportunities that I want you guys to be able to capitalize on. And again, no one knows how long this one's going to last, but the shortest recession ever was six months. That's short and shallow. The longest recession ever was 43 months. And right now, this last week, the Fed released, you know, updated CPI numbers, consumer price index numbers, and there's core, right, inflation, and then there's consumer price index inflation. Now, we talked about it on this last week's episode, the difference between the two, but just a quick recap. You know, core is generally a little bit more accurate, and it's what usually smart money will go after and assess and analyze because it's less volatile, and it excludes energy and food. And as we know, what have been the most, you know, insanely fluctuating, highly inflated, you know, commodities over the course of the last 12 to 24 months, food and energy, right? But it's still something that's important to pay attention to. Well, this last week, Core was up a little bit higher than they projected. That wasn't very good, and the, the stock market, you know, responded to that yesterday. Um, you know, CPI higher than what was expected, nine point one percent up over the previous twelve months. That's the highest since nineteen eighty one. So essentially, things today across the board, on average, are about nine point one percent higher than they were a year ago. Energy is up forty one point six percent. Mainly because what? Fuel is ultimately what fuels everything that we do. And Biden policy has been very aggressive on going green. They didn't try and roll things back slowly. They tried to rip the Band-Aid off. In my opinion, very poor policy management. And we as the American people are paying for that. And really a lot of countries around the world are paying for this go green incentive, this globalist agenda. Whether you like it, don't like it, agree with it, don't agree with it, let's just you know stay as unbiased as possible and just look at the reality of what these things do. Policy drives a lot of economics and how we as human beings right have the ability to either take advantage of those policies or how we get caught and become martyrs of those policies. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer 
and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers, leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this Deep Sales, and LinkedIn has built the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. And you know, what we have seen, of course, over the data that was previous in June, gas was still rampant, inflating, bad. But over the course of the last couple days and weeks, we're starting to see some easing and it's trending down a little bit. That's a positive thing. That's good. Food is up 10.6% year over year. Rent is up 5.8% year over year. And, you know, commodities, this was a tweet that just came out this last week, just to give you guys, you know, some insight, which again, are all important things that we want to make sure are, you know, being tracked because at the end of the day, this information is something that will help us understand where are things going. We know at the peak, you know, lumber, nickel, iron, wheat, silver, copper, platinum, you know, gas, sugar, soybean, whatever it may be. At the peak, a lot of these things were so astronomical and the direction they were trending was making it very, very hard for the economics of a lot of things to pencil for people. And it was becoming a big challenge. Well, we're seeing a lot of this stuff drop. Lumber is down 62% from its peak. Nickel down 56% from its peak. Iron, 51% down. Wheat down 44%. Now, of course, supply chain is, you know, still a concern. You know, getting a lot of these manufactured items into the U.S. because we rely so heavily on China is something that, you know, people are still concerned about China's going back into lockdowns. How does that impact production and what's getting through? Right. So there are still a lot of concerns that people have as a whole, but we may see some potential relief coming, being that, yes, last quarter's numbers, since they tracked it, inflation is up. But in the short term, you know, micro picture of what we're seeing right now, it's actually trending in the right direction. And that is ultimately what the Fed, and of course, obviously the administration wants to see, but that's what the Fed wants to see because the last thing that they want to do is, you know, have to continue to raise and raise and raise and raise rates and completely stall out our entire 
economy. And so, you know, I think as this starts to play out a little bit, you know, when are the real opportunities going to shake out? Well, I think, you know, if you're in the stock market or crypto and you believe that these are, you know, long-term vehicles of wealth building, which, you know, I think obviously, of course, crypto is a lot more speculative, but stocks, right, good quality companies that may be underpriced and undervalued right now, and you're looking at 20, 30-year horizons with these companies, you're buying good companies. Not their price today, but you're buying good companies and what you believe they're going to do over the course of the long term. Now is a great time to buy because we know these things are on discount, right? They're down 30, 40, some of them 50, 60% than what they were at their peak. Same thing with crypto, right? If there's some good projects with good teams, good roadmaps, real utility behind them, and you're playing the long-term game and believing in what this industry and space is going to do over the next 20 or 30 years, then think about how you want to allocate accordingly in times where we know they are deflated in terms of price. Now, real estate is a little bit of a different opportunity here, right? I think rates are going to continue to rise until we see the level of cooling off that is suitable to the Fed. You know, 8%, 9% isn't out of the question. I know 10% sounds extremely extreme. And if they can't get inflation under control, it's possible. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we will probably see, you know, the 30-year fix get up closer to 6.5% this month. You know, this will cause people to pause. Demand will fall. Prices will cool. And if they decide, you know, to lower rates and, you know, re-stimulate the demand again, deals are going to start to financially pencil and look a little bit better than they have. And that will, right, they're just playing this game of pulling financial levers and tools and mechanisms to get the bowling ball, right, going down the financial bowling lane or the economy to knock down the types of pins or the necessary pins that they need to see knocked down. Now, if you're flipping, be cautious. I've got a lot of investor clients and friends that I consult with, and some of them are getting caught in the shift right now. You know, the once aggressive prices are plateauing, right? The demand is slowing. You know, the, pri- the profits that they thought they were going to make 30, 50, 100K returns on are now getting slashed in half or even worse. So, you know, looking at underwriting your deals 20 to 30, maybe 40% less just to be safe in the shift right now, maybe you're going to lose out on some deals. But if you get those ones where you underwrote accordingly and you insulated your profits and your margins and your timelines and your cost of money, right? You get in and out of those projects. I mean, wholesaling is even a good, you know, strategy to shift to in the short term, but let someone else bet on the come, you know, hard money is going to tighten up. So more cash, you know, down is probably going to be necessary. You know, we went from quantitative easing and expansion to now quantitative tightening. So dry powder is going to be key in this time to take advantage of the opportunities that we know are going to be shaking out through these times. Now, if you're a long-term investor, you know, buy and hold, rentals, spurs, you know, be cautious, but don't stop buying. Just be more conservative in your underwriting, you know, but if you're playing long, then keep buying with the long-term strategy in mind, good assets and good locations with good operators, you know, trending positive upward demographics like population growth, income growth, rental growth, 
But lock in that quality long-term fixed debt and be more conservative on your refi timeline and what your refinance rates might look like. Don't think you're going to get back to a 3% you know, rate and bird in 12 months. That's just not going to happen, right? So be a little bit more realistic and honest with your underwriting until things settle down. No blue sky. Be conservative. Now is the time to be conservative. Be smart. Don't make any mistakes. There's something that we call the power of the pause, right? Like when somebody says something that pisses you off and you immediately just want to go at their throat. Generally, at least in my own experience, that hasn't served me the best. It hasn't led to me getting the best outcome or the best result because it's generally driven by emotion. And so the beauty is the power of the pause works with investing too sometimes. As much as I love to say, come on, man, you got to keep buying. You got to keep deploying capital. It's the velocity and turnover of capital. At some times in seasons like right now, where we know where we're at in this economic cycle, one day further away from the peak, one day closer to the trough, the power of the pause and being a little bit more strategic, a little bit more conservative, a little bit more calculated, it's, you may lose out and leave some potential upside on the table. But you can also really, really protect a much larger fall and capture of downside, which can be much more detrimental to your long-term wealth building journey than most people want to give it credit for. Trust me, pausing, going slow, patience, it's the hardest thing. But the data is telling us right now, especially when smart money and all these big hedge funds are pausing on acquisitions. I had one client that literally had 100 transactions in an escrow. With three different hedge funds, 90 out of 100 of those canceled within one week. Over a million dollars dropped off the board. When smart money starts making moves and doing things, you should pay attention. Just pay attention and take what they're doing at some level of merit and say, how does what they are doing apply to my strategy and what I am doing? And maybe what I should be thinking of doing or maybe thinking of not doing, right? Asking some of those questions, really important. Airbnb investors, lots of cities are cracking down on permits and vacation rentals right now. This is a good thing. I think there's a little bit of an attack on Airbnb right now because there was wild, wild west. It wasn't necessarily regulated and that was creating some problems, right? And really like more regulation in some of these areas is to the benefit of great operators and people doing it the right way. So again, just bake those things into your strategy because the good operators, the people in good markets, the people with good analysis, good product, right? They're going to be the ones that win big, but also know people are going to travel a little bit less during recessions. So I think strong, drivable economies are going to be a good way to insulate some of your risk. For example, my hotels in Lake Tahoe, you know, instead of people flying across to Europe or, you know, going to Hawaii all the time. Hey, they still want to travel. They still want to have fun with their family. You know, they still have some disposable income, but instead of spending six grand, maybe they're going to go and spend 1500 bucks up in Lake Tahoe and they're going to drive there in two hours. So thinking about some of these drivable economies and how that might tie into your strategy in terms of if you're a leisure or you're a hospitality investor, something important. But we know in stocks, you know, earnings season is coming out in July. Rates 
are going to get bumped up again by the Fed. I believe it was July 27th. So seeing how, you know, that data ties into the stock market, we may see another drop in the stock market. You know, when core and inflation data came out, we saw another drop in the stock market. If earnings aren't good at some of these companies, that could be another downward drop for the stock market. But again, if you're an investor and you understand this game of money that you're playing and the timeline that you're playing it in, then these could be some of the greatest, in hindsight, looking back in three, five, 10 years, best times ever in your investing journey. Don't be a part of the woulda, shoulda, you know, I coulda club and say all that in hindsight. I want you to be prepared to take advantage of what we know is coming. What are we in right now? The shift is happening. So as that trickles down the tree and the data starts trickling out and showing us what is happening over the last month, two months, quarter, two quarters, negative GDP growth, technical recession, consumer confidence starts to fall, consumer price index is still rising, cost of money is going up, quantitative tightening, things are restricting, mindset and psychology is shifting. Well, guess what? That creates for the people who are bullish when everyone's bearish and they have a strategy and a plan and they consistently execute on that over an extended period of time, you guys are going to win big. That's what I want to see for all the Millionaire Mindcast family. Those are going to be a lot more of the things that we talk about at the Wine and Wealth Meetup in Napa in September. Those are going to be a lot of the things that we dig into, plan, strategize, not just hearing from me, but some of our speakers, as well as other badass business owners and wealth builders that you get to strategize with, build relationships with. So if you want more information about those two events, text the word Napa, text the word Tahoe to 844 447-1555. But right now is the time to be doing the maintenance plans, getting your house in order, building up cash, strengthening your systems, expanding your moat around the assets and the wealth and the income that you do have, leaning in and developing and creating new relationships, new alliances, new capital partners, and building yourself up. Who you are today If you want to have a bigger and badder and more successful business, you want to have more wealth, you want to take your life, whatever, to the next level, now is the time you got to be digging in and leaning in and doing the work. When everyone is scared and sitting on their hands, this is the time you go to work. So with that being said, if you enjoyed this episode, you haven't subscribed to the show, don't forget, hit that subscribe button. Please leave a review in iTunes. It would mean the world to me. Don't forget, check out our Millionaire Mindcast episodes on Mondays, our Wealth Building Wednesday episodes with Ryan and myself, where we dig into all the data, all of the market stats on real estate, crypto, and stocks. And of course, every Friday, it's your boy, Mattie, spending some time with you guys. I love you all. Don't forget to shoot me a text, 844-447-1555. If you're not on my accredited investor deals list, you are an accredited investor, you want to know more information about that, you can text the word deals. I'm putting out a lot more content on social media, TikTok, Instagram. Follow me at officialmattier, the handle. That being said, thanks for tuning in today, guys. Much love. Cheers. Cheers.